What up, everybody? This is Daniel Artest. Welcome to the WNBA show. And today we have an emergency podcast. I did not plan on doing no podcast until 2022 hit, but we got some big news, so I have to talk about it. Got my guy, Miles Ehrlich, in the building with me. Miles, what's going on? How you doing, brother? How's it going, DA? Happy to join you. Happy to talk some hoops. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So you, you know why we're here. We just got some big news this morning. Uh, uh, Becky Hammond leaving the San Antonio Spurs and just got hired by the Las Vegas Aces uh, per uh, Chantel Jennings and Sham Sharani of The Athletic. This is a surprise move and um, a landmark deal, too, for Coach Hammond. Now she's the highest paid coach in the league. You know, after playing in the W for 16 seasons and, you know, splitting the time between the New York Liberty and the San Antonio Stars, uh, you know, once her playing days was over, she was an assistant coach in the NBA for seven years. Uh, like the first full-time female assistant coach in NBA history and everything. So, like, what was your thoughts when you first, uh, you know, heard this news? So this has been going on for a couple of weeks now, right? Like, we mm-hmm. heard the rumors a few weeks back. Um, all these days are kind of blurring together. might have been just a week ago. But um, that they were in talks that that Becky was potentially interested, not just in the Las Vegas Aces gig, but also in the, the coaching vacancy for the New York Liberty. So both of those were very, very interesting positions um, because of her her former, uh, her former career playing in the W where she played first with the Liberty and then, like you said, with San Antonio. Uh, and last year, it was really cool. The Aces, who had moved from that San Antonio Stars to Vegas, like that, that franchise... Uh, retired her jersey this past year so there were already some connections there so it was all really really exciting to begin with and then now we're starting to hear about the money and christina williams broke today that uh becky will also be the gm so this is a she's getting the whole package so it's really exciting this is a huge opportunity for her um and it's a huge opportunity for the visibility of the league and for people that might somehow know becky from the nba and not from the w to kind of jump over from that side and and see what's up because she's joining a, a team that has Asia Wilson, who's a former MVP and one of the best young players in the league, and they've they're championship ready. They've been on the brink for the last few years, so this is big. Yeah, it is. It is. But before we really get into it, man, um, we've been seeing the stuff on social media. You know, basically saying that this move to the to the W for for Becky is a demotion, but I don't see it as that. I know you don't. I don't think this is a downgrade at all. Uh, if we being honest, you know, she did what she had to do. You know, I think that the, I'm a big Spurs fan, by the way, you know, diehard Spurs fan, you know, I mean, since I was a kid and um, I kind of felt like they have been dangling this uh, first woman head coach in NBA history carrot for so many years now. I personally thought that she should have been a head coach by now in the NBA. She put in the work, you know, she knows the game. She has the respect for the players in the league. And I thought that it would have been amazing, but it, it never happened. And, you know, Mark Davis, the owner of the Aces, the NFL owner, you know, he got those deep pockets. And I think basically made an offer that Coach Hammond couldn't refuse. And so here we are. So, like, I always tell people, like, you know, like I was telling my friends this morning, like, don't look at this move as a demotion or a downgrade because it helps the WNBA as a whole grow. The fact that they can get a top assistant, you know, who was on the, the list, you know what I mean, to be a head coach, to make history, you know, to come back to the W. Um, to be a head coach, this is big. And I, I can't wait to see how it really pans out, man. I totally agree with all of that. And I think that what you're looking at also is, it always felt kind of weird because I also grew up watching the Spurs a lot. And 
we don't want to chase pop out who who opened this door for her uh for becky and gave her this opportunity as an assistant right but every year we're like when is pop going to retire when is when is he going to leave and give her the reins uh we we saw last off season for example the when she applied for the trailblazers job and didn't and didn't get that and a lot of the a lot of the talk is like she doesn't have head coaching experience. Well, guess what? Now she's going to have head coaching experience and GM experience. She's building on her resume. Mm-hmm. If the NBA is eventually a route that she wants to go towards, this doesn't stop her from doing that. Um, but the W is not a demotion. She, she said uh, to LaChina Robinson last week that she always had love for the W. And like, this is where, th- that's where her career was. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's really, like you said about Mark Davis, he has not just talk the talk since he since he uh, bought into the aces because uh they've got the all-star games there and the players love it they really go all out for those and he's invested in the team and yeah i mean there's only so much you could do with the salary cap in terms of the the on-court talent but when you can bring in coaching that's where you make up the difference in the margins and this is a league that's 12 teams it's all about the margins we saw the finals last year was between a five and a six seed so you really need to make sure that you're doing what you can in every facet to get better. And Becky brings the aces that opportunity to go over the hump. Yeah, I agree. And it's, um, it's a surprise move to me because I know there was two coaching vac- vacancies in the W, right? And no, Vegas wasn't one of them. You know, yeah, Bill Lambert there and everything. Phoenix and New York, they had the vacancies. And I know that, you know, through, you know, your reporting, Christina reporting, that the Liberty was definitely pursuing Coach Hammond uh, very hard. And I personally thought she was going to head to New York. There's history there, you know, but I don't know what happened, what, whatever that, whatever led this job opening up in Vegas. And now we have a new coach, Bill Lambert is out and um, Becky Hammond is in. And um, as far as the roster, I think that she has an embarrassment of riches, to be honest. We got Asia Wilson. She's going to be back, even though she's a restricted agent. Um, Chelsea Gray is coming back as well. Kelsey Plum. They have uh, Derricka Hamby, uh, the number, the former number one pick, Jackie Young, and everything. So, like, um, they have a lot of, um, they have a great core, you know, team. But they also have some big decisions to make this winter about, you know, Liz Cambage, Andrew McCartry, Raquana Williams. Like, do they come back as well? Um, there are some high expectations in taking this job. Because you got to understand, as great as this roster has been, you know, over the last three seasons, only one finals appearance, uh, appearance, no championship. So that's the immediate bar right there for Coach Hammond. And I think a new play style can help this team personally. You know, Coach Lambert, he's old school. You know what I mean? He comes from that bad boys era of the NBA, you know, having two post players, uh, slow offense, inside out, you know, not really wanting to adjust to the new modern way of basketball. Because as his te- um, during his tenure as a coach, for the aces, they was last in threes taken during those four years. So I'm entire I'm interested in the play style approach that Coach Hammond is going to implement. Like, does this new style mean that Liz Cambage is out of there so they can value more ball movement and have an outside in attack led by um Asia Wilson? I think so. I mean, from what I've recently heard, there's a there's a solid chance that Liz is going to be looking elsewhere in free agency. So it's 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 a mutual thing, right? As an unrestricted free agent, it's not just about whether or not they want to bring her back, but it's whether she wants to come back too. So uh, it's interesting to see what Liz's perspective is going to be because we know that we saw that she had a difficult year on and off the court a little bit this past season. So that can drive the direction a little bit. But what you're doing by bringing in such a, a big big name is now 
take a look at the other unrestricted free agents. Take a look at Jewel Lloyd, for example. If you clear up that that salary cap, right? That if you clear up that max cap that uh that Liz was bringing in, why don't they go out there and make an offer? And then all of a sudden, you're adding that to that core that you were talking about that already has the backcourt with Chelsea Gray, and then you've also got Derek Ambi as a stretch, and and Jackie Young and Kelsey Plum, and they've got shooters. They've got shooters they just weren't using to their full potential. Um, so I think that they've got the potential to be a team that plays with pace, that can get out and run, uh, and can just make things really, really difficult. And while they didn't shoot a lot of threes, they did play with some pace over the last few years. And and I think that's just a testament to the the drafting where they've had uh, where they had three straight number one overall picks uh, mm-hmm. during one stretch, and we're seeing those players in Kelsey Plum, Asia Wilson and Jackie Young come into their own. And this is a franchise that's that's built to win now while while they've still got some players on on shorter contracts. They could on the rookie scale deals, they can bring in some some other big free agents. Yeah, yeah. And um like you said earlier that she also got double duties, head coach and general manager and like there's other people that are saying that we just seen it a couple of minutes ago. Somebody was saying that hey, it won't work. The uh, general managers and coaches don't work. Like they just forgot like a couple of months ago that James Wade um, who's the uh, head coach and general manager of the Chicago Sky, you know, um, just won a championship, you know, with Candace Parker and Kalia Copper and everything. So, like, like how, how do you feel about her, you know, taking on that taking on that role of, you know, the double duties of being general manager and coach? Like, how do you think from your, um, from your opinion how that'll work out? Well, so the first move that she made was uh, securing that bag by getting the, by, by getting both of those jobs, right? So, like, she she leveraged this position that she was in where they they wanted her and yeah. they were going to do anything possible. They did not have to let Bill go. Um, and it was interesting because coming into this late last season, I heard from a source that um, that it was potential that Bill there was potential Bill was going to retire after last year if they won the championship. And then they didn't win the championship. Um, but then early in free agency, uh, early in the offseason, Tanisha Wright who was an assistant under Bill, went to Atlanta. And then Dan Padover, who was the GM, followed her to Atlanta also. So I thought, okay, well, I guess Bill is sticking around because it seems like everyone else is out. So like, what what are the options? But then this, as per the reporting from Christina Williams, she was the only candidate that they they interviewed. They said, this is what we want and we're going to do anything possible to make it happen. And that turns into a reported $700,000 a year salary which is the highest of any WNBA coach uh in the league's history so that's also you know we were talking about becky being a trailblazer in the nba and and being the first potential women's head coach this is another way that she's growing the game she's growing the game by raising by raising the ceiling by raising the bar uh so that the next time cheryl reeve is up for an extension this is now the, the number to beat um but yeah and and sorry i got a little bit off track you're asking about about GMs and coaches and Cheryl Reeve is one of them. Cheryl Reeve's another one that's done both. Kurt Miller's done both. James Wade. So it can work. Does it always work? No. Um, and I think it's good. It will be important to have some assistance brought in just to kind of, you know, people that are familiar with, with uh, the workings around the league right now and, and all of that. But I don't think that there's anything that she has not been able to accomplish to this point. And her resume is already incredibly impressive. Yeah, I agree. So um, 
in your in your opinion, like we talked about free agency upcoming, like what what does it actually mean, you know, for for this free agency with her, her name, the clout that she's about to bring into Vegas, Vegas as a city, you know. Uh, so what do you think that does for free agency as this the new destination? Will we see a new super team or the first, you know, super team in um, WNBA history? Uh, well, oof, the first, I feel like we've had some of these big threes over the last few seasons. Right. So, so at this point they're looking for, uh, well, depending on what happens with Liz, they could be looking for that third to, to go with Asia and Chelsea gray. Um, and the last two off seasons have really, since the new CBA came out, the last two off seasons have been just ridiculous. Uh, it's move after move after move. And, Two years ago, we were seeing all the player movement where it was Skylar Diggins-Smith moving for mm -hmm. three draft picks and then Dewana Bonner moved for three draft picks. And it's all this shuffling around. And then everything we saw last year with Candace and just these big moves, they're just going to keep getting larger because part of it, I think, in my opinion, from the outside looking in is because some of these GMs and, and front offices are still adjusting to the cap and trying to understand the way all of this works because... We see some we see some drastic overpays and then we see some ridiculous lowball contracts because a lot of teams are running out of money. So while right now everyone is on different scales, the discrepancy between the rookie scale deals and then the vet minimum is like thirty thousand dollars. So that's when when you're seeing a lot of people get cut and there's like there's this erosion of the middle class in the W. Um, and it's making for a really, really interesting free agency period because people want guaranteed contracts and each team can only protect up to six contracts. So there, so it's going to like cause this weird, this weird shift. Um, and then to do that, there are going to be really capable players that are let going, uh, let go and not renewed some restricted free agents that are not renewed. So anything can happen. And if you're telling me that you're sitting with the core that you talked about before with this ACEs core and they've got money to, to throw it a max, I don't know. Why don't you shoot for the the top, even the restricted ones, right? Yeah. Give John Quell a call. Give mm. uh, give uh, Brianna Stewart a call. Give give everyone a call, right? Like it doesn't hurt. And you can say, tell me how this situation is not better than the one that you're currently in, because we are already ready to win, and we're trying to add an MVP to this squad. Why yeah. not, right? Sky's yeah. the limit. I agree, man. It's just like a possibility because when I've seen the list of the names that's uh, unrestricted free agents restricted, I said. Jesus Christ, this is it, it, anything could happen. <laughs> Any, anything could happen, man. Like you see John Quell and Asia on the same side, on, on the same team, opposite blocks. Nah, I don't know. I don't know if anybody would want that. Uh Brianna Stewart. Mm -hmm. See, now I think Brianna Stewart might be the one to go though. I don't, I don't, I just I just feel like, you know, she probably she she want she want more. She probably want like, you know, a bigger city and everything like that. So I kind of I, I don't know why I just feel like. You know, what I mean, she might be the one to 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 buck the trend and bounce. But she's got she's got the family roots down there. But like, I do see a Sue Bird kind of being the hinge of all of that, right? Like, if she comes back for one last one last year, one last run. Um, but yeah, if Jewel Lloyd lets them know early in free agency she's going to bounce, then you might have that opportunity where if Stewie's looking around, she's like, "Well, do I want to stick it out? Do I want to try something else?" Like, that's the that's the excitement of all of this, right? There was. Last year, heading into the offseason, we looked at the Sparks who were trying to keep Chelsea Gray and Candace Parker and NECA together. NECA takes less money, thinking everyone's going to come back and join her, then both leave in different directions. So nothing is nothing's a given. 
Um, and that's super exciting. And I think that that's where the, that that's where a sport grows from being a seasonal sport to a year round sport is when the off season talk and, and WNBA Twitter is a huge thing, a huge reason behind this, but Mm -hmm. when that off season conversation can continue and it's not just about, you know, all of us trying to watch games at weird hours because we're trying to keep up with Europe or Australian basketball. Yeah. Um, but it's also because the the free agency period has just so much to offer and there's so much movement and it's exciting. Yeah, it's definitely exciting. I can't, I can't wait to see like, you know, which players is going to go where and I, I, I just can't wait now. And then with this whole coaching thing now, I just can't wait to see the, the, how the, how the ball drops and everything. So, you know, before we get out of here, man, just want to say thank you for, you know, tapping in with me. And you know, joining me as my co-host Kada, he's not here. He's he's uh he's injured right now. I guess I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> Shout out to Kada. But um, give us a little bit of you know of you your background. You know, what I mean, covering the uh, the W. Sure thing. Yeah. So I've been covering the league for three years now, uh, and I'm a a beat reporter for the New York Liberty and the Connecticut Sun. I write for Nets Republic, uh, where I do the Liberty beat for Windsider where I cover the sun. And I also write for Queen Ballers Club where I do longer uh, longer articles where I take a player from basically from childhood and I, I carry all the way up to today. And those are some longer profiles. So instead of a thousand word piece, you'll get like 5,000 words from me there. Um, and then, yeah, I, on, on Twitter, I'm at Miles Ehrlich and I'm live tweeting all the pressers. So I think that that's kind of where mm-hmm. I've started to, to make my name as a, as, very quickly typing out uh you know some some grammar mistakes in there but like as quickly as i can trying to get the content because trying to do whatever we can to to grow this league because not all the resources are there yet so we're trying to be those resources yeah i agree you know this is my first my first year covering it i've been having a a grand time covering it and just you know releasing content and learning the game learning learning a lot of plays like i had to like pal in an entire like six months and like one month just to like, all right, catch up. And I remember we met when I did the room on clubhouse and that's when it was it mm-hmm. right there. So it was fun. And I just want to say, you know, personally, thank you and you know, everybody else, like, you know, Christina and Chrissy, Kata, everybody for welcome, you know, bringing me in and, you know, having me, you know, cover, cover this league. Cause it, it's dope. It's been amazing for me, to be honest. The growth from you guys. Uh, and just to also go to the point where, you were invested in the league because of your former experience as a practice player. And also K dot had a lot of the, like the, the, the deeper knowledge about, about the W. Um, yeah. But to the point where you guys started this podcast to learn more and now are exclusively covering the W going forward. That's just so dope. And it's, it's amazing uh, to just see your growth already. And now I just got to get you guys up to New York so that you can come see a game at Barclays. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll we'll definitely be moving around this summer in New York, uh, everywhere. You know, we close to Atlanta, so we'll we'll definitely be at a lot of these games and everything. We still gotta talk about that that media thing during um All Star break because I got some ideas and stuff. But I'll chat with y'all on a, on a group chat, like because I got some ideas about that. that that's going to be really fun. So um, you know, tell everybody how you know they can reach you, you know, on, on your social medias and everything. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I am at Miles Ehrlich, M-Y-L-E-S-E-H-R-L-I-C-H on Twitter. Uh, and all of my work is up on MilesErlich.com. I put up all of my articles. All This podcast will be up there. I put everything up there. Um, and just, yeah, just follow along and tap in and we'll keep talking to W all year round. Yes, most definitely. Most definitely. I know y'all can follow me at 
265 Media at the WNBA show on Instagram and Twitter as well. Um, Miles, I want to say thank you very much for joining me on this podcast. Looking forward to having you on on many more. Hopefully, we got to do more. I know it's our first one we ever did together. So, and thank you for short notice for you know joining me on here, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, DA. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, everybody, y'all be safe. You know, love is love, and we are getting out of here, man. Peace. Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year's.